Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Oh my God, are we back again so soon? Double Deuce! Hi, everybody. I hope you survived our exciting live show. Mm -hmm. I know we did barely. You know what happened at the live show? What's that? I didn't yell double deuce at the beginning or end of that show, so I don't know that it counts. Oh, shit. (laughs) We might have to do it over. There was never an episode 125 that was preceded by 120... Uh, six and seven. Six and seven. <laughs> so what are we on? 128 now? 128. Oh my fucking god, we're almost up to 130 episodes. That's amazing. It is. I like to think we've gotten a little bit better at it. I think we do all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I would say some are better than others. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that any, I don't, I wouldn't say any of them are bad. You know what I've been working on what? throughout the course of this thing? And it's something that I haven't really, really told anybody. So this is going to be kind of a revelation. Like corner. Kegels? Yeah, well, obviously like that's, do, an do ongoing, that's an ongoing, that's an ongoing process in hold for 20 is seconds. Is that the way, why you set the way you set when we record? Yes, that is, okay. that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, for those of you not, uh, for those of you listening rather than watching us live, which since there's no way to watch us live. It's, it's it, like, it's, 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 it's as if he were a bird, but he were a bird who was a Supreme Court judge. That's how he sits. Yeah, I mean, actually, actually a really apt way to, mm-hmm. to sum it up. A, a yep. little, a little cutting almost, uh-huh. but, uh, very apt. There's a, there's a perching aspect, but there's also a judicious, Sort of severity. I feel like a lot of my shtick in our relationship and a lot of these shows revolves around a little bit of that judicious severity. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the one who's kind of like, meh, 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 and you're yeah. the one who's kind of like, yeah, but what if? Mm-hmm. And and that's how we sort of roll in this thing. So yeah. uh, my perch, it would stand to reason, would be a little severely judicious. Yeah. Also, I'm going to hold on to that in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Subtle uh, things that weren't really insults, but I'm going to sort of take as insults corner uh, of my brain. I wouldn't say they're and, insults. I would say they're just apt metaphors. Right. But that's, see, that's sometimes my mind doesn't make that distinction and mm-hmm. I hold on to it. For I would years. say there's anything positive or negative about that assessment. The thing I've been trying to work on. I'm just trying to paint a word picture I'm for trying, Stefan and I'm the others trying, who are here. What I'm trying to do is move on from what I perceive to be sort of a very, uh, funny, uh, yet somewhat painful. Sorry. What actually, where, what else were you trying to do? We got, so what we I'm, got sucked into, I'm, into work, truth telling, working on what I'm not truth corner. perching like a judge bird is uh, I'm working on not saying, and then I just said it because you threw me off my game. I'm working on not saying uh. I've been doing a lot of uh, subconscious practicing <laughs> of not saying uh because I feel like that makes you sound like a more intelligent, thoughtful, intellectual speaker. Has That's it worked? True. Probably not. I think it's a trick between you're trying to not stop speaking, you're trying to continue the flow of words, and so it is like a verbal tick of like, of your trying to go straight through. And so you're just poking in words to fill the gaps, and a lot of times that's an uh or a like or a yeah kind of sound. <laughs> you know, maybe I should switch from us to ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's that's... a lot more, it's a lot more, uh, uh, 
I don't want to say fancy, but I'm going to say fancy. Yeah. Well, my hope is to someday be a motivational speaker. I've been working on being more positive mm-hmm. in my life and sort of appreciating those around me, which is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. There I go again. See, yeah. I did it. I did it. Uh, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to move towards a place where people will be excited to come to my lecture series, which is I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna test you here. Okay. And you know, I feel like the thing that people would expect would then be like, all right, say say five positive things about me, but we're not gonna go there. That's too that's too easy. Okay. Say five positive things about what appears to be a Leonardo mask that probably belongs to your child that's on the, this kitchen table. Oh, are you talking about <laughs> this this superhero mask? Yeah. This little plastic superhero thing? I mean it could be something else, but it's a blue mask that just goes around the eyes. So all I right. saw Leonardo right. on that. First of all, you're assuming it's for my child and not for my wife, which True. knowing I, both it, of them It is child sized. Right, right. It's a big assumption. But yeah. I will, I will tell you that, that this is uh, one of the most delightful things that we have mm-hmm. because he has not yet learned how to wear it right side up. Ah, and so there's one like, side that definitely has a little. So place. he's got like nose head. He's got like nose head, and he mm-hmm. goes around. Being I mean, like, I guess noses are on your head, but uh, nose forehead is too many words. And those of you who know both my wife and child, uh, they have small eyes that are that have a definitive sort of downward turn at the sides. Mm. It's very cute and I love it very much. But when this thing is upside down, it counteracts the natural shape of their eyes. Mm. And so it gives their eyes that are normally so it turns into like a weird kaleidoscope effect. It does, it does. So you're almost looking at sort of as a, if they can see through all the dimensions once. Exactly. Exactly. So that's I think another very positive thing. Um it takes up a fair amount of space in the house and never seems to go away, despite mm-hmm. many attempts to put it where it will never be found again. I think we're at three things. That, I, I, is that, that was, I think, yeah, it was number three. I think so. Uh, it's uh, blue, which is, of course, one of my favorite colors, and I think the best color. I like blue, too. Blue is the best color. Mm-hmm. And five is, it's it's got a jaunty thing that you can do. You can wear it kind of at the angle, and mm-hmm. you look like a little bit of a drunk superhero, yeah. which is hilarious when you're two and a few. So. And, he's, and he's had a couple beers. And he's had a couple beers because you know we figured why withhold the mystery of alcohol so that's that's why that's positive speaking about good uses of colors i was driving by you know there's a bunch of yard signs about ballot initiatives and stuff going on in town at the moment right there's a a big uh jail new jail mental health city kind of funding thing there's the ones that are like vote no and it's very distinct it's like a lot of blacks and reds but the one that's vote yes uh-huh. It's like, vote yes, four, and then the thing that they want is in yellow, which is really hard to read when you're driving. Like, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a faint kind of yellow, which right. also bleaches more easily in the sunlight when there's right. sunlight because it's been kind of rainy and cloudy and snowing for the last month and a half. Yeah. But it's like, it took me three times driving past signs like that to figure out what they were for because I couldn't fucking read what they were for because it's the one strip too that's yellow is the thing. It's right. vote yes. And then a yellow blur, and then some fine print. So it's like they clearly they've got their their shit together on uh, with their points, but I don't know what it's about. <laughs> it took a little while. That's that's so hilarious. If you're making yard signs, if for any reason, 
Yellow maybe is a background color, but not as a writing color, people. If you want to think about and you're going to talk about... That's my marketing corner this week is... Oh, that's a good marketing corner. No, Don't use yellow print in a physical medium. Maybe, you know, a t- a television, it could work depending on if it's on a dark background, but a yeah. white background with a yellow writing... White background with yellow writing. I'm thinking that's the size of, of not even a pizza box that's then in a yard that you're driving past. Well, it depends on where you're ordering your pizza from. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go look at one of those Rudy's pizzas, those big ones, or mm-hmm. fucking the Gumby's. Mm-hmm. You know, those can be big. Man, I had some, I had had forever from Pyramid some bones. Yeah. The other night I had bones in, in, in a dog's age. Nice. And I had some bones and they're good. Uh, I I have not been to Pyramid in a long time either because I feel like the only reason... I get there every now and then. They do have a cheap-ass walk-in special kind of along the line of the pizza shuttle walk-in special that's like pizza and a drink for like five bucks. I think that's the only way to do Pyramid is to be at Harbor and say, I need something to eat, realize there's nothing to eat. It's next door. It's next door except well, for Pyramid Pizza. That's true. Well, and also, I mean, Kino's is on the other side even. They are... They're, there's a... They're making a sandwich. The yeah, but you know, are making a Harbor sandwich. Nobody talks to the people who go to Papa Kino's for pizza from Harbor. Like, mm. they sit on that top level of that new back facility, porch facility. Mm. They're like the muckety muck, like the rest of us, us working class people, mm. us people who make this town run blood and our sweat and our cynicism and our vague complaints about anything that somebody does that's either important or slightly controversial controversial or doesn't smack immediately of social justice you know us people who make the town what it is the good ones the ones that say that the other ones are are not real townies not like us those Laurentians go to pyramid pizza for their pizza. We're so non-judgmental. We will fucking kick you out. If you don't go to Pyramid. Because you don't belong. That's how open we are. Pyramid's good man. They've got they've got that nice. they got a good crust. And they give you that honey to dip the crust in. It's, yeah exactly. Honey of the people. Mm-hmm. Of the people true, of Lawrence. The people make that honey. That's right. That is made here. Not bees. No, and it's made by a whole bunch it's of it's different. Not, it's not. It's not just a few people, and then a whole bunch of bee slaves in a in a weird sweatshop situation where they're no, just no. squeezing every last inch of honey out of their out of their toil. It's not like that at all. The the FBI. So just don't even worry about it anymore. We've seen you looking into our in our honey situations, and it's it's everything's legit here. It's don't, not. It's not like don't that, even, the FBI. It's no, it's not an Oompa Loompa situation. No, it's never not, has been. It's not an, it's not an Apple products situation where that you can't even do anything there because there's no jurisdiction. I know you got jurisdiction, but everything's on the up and up here. Enjoy our South Park gazebo, the FBI. Yes. Nothing to see here. We're good people. We're kind people. Yeah, a little little pause there. Well, that was just to let it sink. We're waiting for the. I got. I got to tell you a story that will probably. We just kept, we, that was for the listeners. We were smiling and nodding as the FBI turned and, and walked away and That's got right. in their cars and left town. We just we just fooled the FBI. Now well, no, we didn't. We told them the truth. <laughs> oh, I mean, damn it! We we just, we just told the FBI the truth. We we fooled them into nothing. Nothing. You can't with, with our yeah. sheer honesty. 
Woo! And our positivity, which yeah. my training seminars will be starting shortly. I'm going to have them, uh, I'm going to fill, I want to fill my space. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start small. Uh, I'm going to start in the back room. Like, fill, fill my, fill my space. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. That's my, that's my first book title. Fill mm-hmm. my space. Okay. It's about how if you, if you bring positivity into your, into your life, like cram it in there mm-hmm. until there's not room for negativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be like, fuck off negativity. Fill mm-hmm. my space. Is there like a, a lubricant? Metaphor in this larger space cramming metaphor. I think you know your attitude is like the you, you got to use the yeah okay yeah your 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 mental outset is the lube that either glistens or contracts the uh, the attempts of how you perceive the universe. Okay, all right, like you can directly affect things. <coughs> Just by thinking about them, mm-hmm. except like making objects move, mm-hmm. because nobody can do that. Okay. Except, um, except, uh, oh, I think they're like the Harry Potter people. Yeah. Wizards. Man, they've, they've kind of turned on her a little bit, I noticed. The Harry Potter people? Yeah. Like they don't, they don't like Johnny Depp being in those movies, and so now they're like, Everything she told us was a lie. And I'm like, it might be a little extreme, Harry Potter people. I can understand disappointment. I understand that he, he's kind of, he's a more controversial figure now because of the stuff with his ex-wife. But, like, I don't know. Like, maybe she still believes in equality. I don't know, man. We have a problem in this country with cancerous fandom. I think that fandom, like, like the idea of immersing oneself mm-hmm. in, in something to that level, like, it's been, it's gotten I think extreme, you have to still like keep, everything else. You have to still keep some degree of emotional distance. I was just talking with, like, fingers over my mouth, which I realized was probably not a good thing. With yeah, the you know what? You uh, maybe need some more of my lectures. Yeah. Get that, get those fingers out of your mouth get and, out and your into mouth. your space. Fingers that's, book, act, that's book two. Fingers act as your, as your, your, your goal inhibitors when they're in front of your mouth. Did but, you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. That's why I moved my hand. Okay. But I feel like, you know, you can have a certain amount of like emotional tie into the thing that you love, but you have to maintain at least a little emotional distance still. You always have to keep at least 10% emotional distance so that you don't feel like anything that happens within that thing that you're such a huge fan of is a personal attack against you. I think, I think the same <laughs> like, thing. Just keep in mind that like the people who create this thing don't know who you are. And so, yeah. When, when, when our fandom, when there were less things to be a fan of, mm-hmm. or also had... I think it was, there was no internet so that you didn't know very much what people were fans of. Right. It was, so you had to be good friends with someone to find out what their fan. <laughs> So your, was. your fandom was always somewhat moderated mm-hmm. by social interaction. Mm-hmm. So you, you were always a little bit inhibited by the, the fan that you knew that was, oh, like Amon's the super Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. He's the one who knows most about Star Wars, we would say in the pre-internet. And I feel uh, like people 90s. Didn't, didn't understand the extents of fandom back then. And maybe even the, there's somewhat of a cause and effect where now the fandom is that much more enhanced because of the fact that you can talk to people about it. Constantly with no problem, and also there's no judgment so in, much now to what you're a fan of. In the 80s. Well, back in the day, in there the used 80s, to be a much harsher judgment sometimes, depending on what you were a fan of. So you kind of kept right. it, played it close to the chest. 
Right. All the time. I don't want to be like, like, oh, thing back in my day, but like pre-internet days, you could write a piece of erotic fan fiction mm-hmm. about the three amigos. Yeah. And it would be but yours to put in a drawer. There's nowhere you would just. And leave alone. You would just go out into your yard and whisper it softly to the birds. Exactly. And the birds wouldn't judge you. Birds never do. That's another one of my mm-hmm. webinar. Well, judge birds do, but they're, they're not around a lot. There's only, there's only so many judge birds in the United States right, by law. Let's, let's move off that metaphor. Saying, I told you before, it doesn't I'm make just, me comfortable. But I'm saying like, I feel like you keep coming back to it. I'm just saying 99% of birds are not judge birds, so you can, you can tell them. You can tell if the, ju- if the bird's wearing a robe, uh-huh. don't whisper your secrets to it. Your negativity is only going to bring judge birds down on yourself. Exactly. Okay? That's that's what I'm. I'm just you know if you want to if you want to go there if you want to live a life thinking about judge birds mm-hmm. you're only going to see judge birds. But my point is you could. Well, no, you're see, only going to see them if you see birds wearing you, robes. You couldn't publish your three amigos erotic fan fiction because you needed an agent because you, you needed, needed an agent you needed a book deal you needed a book deal uh-huh. you needed a, or or if you were a fucking hipster you needed to write a zine yeah. and put it out and then you would never know if anybody read it mm-hmm. you just sit there in the place where you put the magazine put the zines down and like nervously chuckle when people picked them up and looked at them while they were waiting for their mm-hmm. bourgeois pig coffee and wonder if she was going to read that thing that you wrote for mm-hmm. knowing full well that when she put it down she would never pick it up again mm-hmm. and that entire 3 weeks had been wasted trying to tell her something that you maybe could have just told her, so but you didn't because you thought secret it would within be the, in the erotic three amigos scene, fan and you changed the name from Anna to Jana, and mm. you know that's never happened to me. But I know that if it would have, I would have felt devastated. It's clearly happened to you. <sighs> it's clearly happened to you. I'm willing zines mm. into my life. You know, I want to. I want to throw something out here. Yeah, what's that? I feel like I was listening to the live episode that we did on Saturday today right. at work, and I feel like I might have downplayed. I, I really liked that hoo ha place. I wanna, I wanna keep up for it. A little okay, bit well then more. let's just stop and let's let's focus on that for a minute. I did. I feel like I was just kind of like, you know, it's good. I was a little bit drunk. I wasn't gin Sunday drunk. Right. I feel like if you were in to gauge the drunkness of a double deuce, I feel like gin Sunday is the like. There's there's. Normal double deuce drunkness, which right. is a lot of episodes. Well, don't forget, like, there's the, like, the, there's the underdrunk. There's the, like, yeah, say, like, yeah, that's a, like the base to I'd the say, acidic. I'd say the, 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 balance. the base level of double deuce is, it, uh, first episode of the day, if we're recording multiple ones, is two drunk, and right. each one recorded that day goes up. Right. So we're usually at a two or a three. Some yeah. of the ones, we've done some ones where we've hardly been drinking or like couldn't drink for medical reasons. Right. I feel like the, that live one, was probably more like a four or five, maybe five or six. I don't know. Gin Sunday's a ten. Wow! Wow! Gin Sunday's you that's, feeling, that's the roof. That, that like you were five or six, huh? I think I was probably a five or six. That's... Like I was still together, but I feel like things were a little bit. I thought you had some. I thought you had some great stuff in there. Yeah, uh, no, but that's yeah. but that's also I'm still in my wheelhouse at five and six. Yeah, that's. that's, that's I fair. feel like he's talking to seven or eight. It starts getting. And we've had a couple seven or eights in there. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Right. I think sometimes we do like three in a row. Yeah. But Gin Sunday was is a ten, and I, we've never even come close to Gin Sunday again. No, that was that was truly the drunkest. But show. the hoo ha. So I feel like I was just kind of like I liked it, but I, that was a thing that I couldn't put the w- words together for it. All right. It was good. So, uh, here's, what, here's, what would you say, now using that same scale, uh-huh. what would you say was the right level of drug for Who Hot? I think to eat it? Yeah. All levels, man. It's good. Yeah? Uh, okay. 
to talk about it, you want to be a little lower, maybe like a three, <laughs> right, maybe right, a three would right, be the sweet spot. Right. Um, but no, uh, here's what I like. Cause it, you know, it's Mongolian barbecue type place. That's fairly standard. I liked that, uh, they've got a lot of fucking veggies. They got a, a real good collection of veggies for you. I feel like some places don't do as good a job with keeping the veggies fresh and being quite as spread out. I like nice. they have both snow peas and green beans to throw in there. And I like, I like a, a kind of, you know, stir-fried Chinese kind of green bean. That's my favorite way to eat Who green doesn't? Bean. I mean, that's... I feel like that is the, that is the fucking pinnacle. That is the platonic ideal of a green bean. Well, I have been, I, I think I lied in that episode mm. too. Because I have been to the Who Hot in Topeka, but oh, yeah. I didn't immediately make the Who Hot yeah, like connection. Yeah. And I also like, man, I like that sauce setup they got. It's like, fucking figure it out, cowboy. There's like, what is it? I don't know, like 15, 16 sauce components, like liquid sauce components. They're like, right. mix them up, make yourself a sauce. So there are literally millions of sauce combinations. Exactly. Like, you could go in And they give you times. some basics, and so I was like, I'm going to make this basic garlic sauce, but I'm also going to get a little, I, I put some sweet chili in there and just oh, a nice. little hot chili. Nice. So it turned into this nice little, like, garlic chili kind of blend. It uh, was fucking good. Hey, you know, now that we've it talked about it, maybe we should go find out if they'll sponsor us. Maybe. I Probably not, because they're a corporation. <laughs> I think they're, they're at least some level of a corporation. They're a chain, certainly. Well, we still haven't been asked by... They also it. bring you a nice little bowl of, like, some good sticky rice to oh, your table, oh, like, oh, go yeah. in there. There you go. I like that. I nice. like having a little good rice in there too. I like the idea of being a waiter. At one I like of those the hoo hot. Go to the hoo hot. That's what I'm saying. If you're a waiter at one of those restaurants, like all you got to do is like walk up and be like, "Hey, what are you guys having? The thing that everybody has? They do. Have, they do have some appetizers, right? And they do have some desserts, and, and right. he handles that. See, I'm an incompetent. And, and then he's basically if that guy. Waiter. He, he was on it. He was on his fucking. He was on the balls of his. Yeah. He was always keeping an eye, nice. refilling drinks. Nice. Like he brought us an appetizer. He got us some dessert at the end. But he was right. always like doing that, like that slow pass with the eye, just to be like every, oh, checking drink levels. Yeah. Like doing the math in his head. Yeah. Like looking to see what was going on. Oh. Oh my god! So, big big ups, who hot? Big ups, that guy who was our waiter. I feel like my new alarm is a little more severe than the it old is alarm. a little bit. It's like, oh my god, you've got to end it now, end it now. It's kind of like the alarm clock that you, you can hit the button. Right. <laughs> the alarm clock you get, it's like at a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to talk. I want to put a pin in that conversation well, about uh, about how what a bad waiter I am for next time. But I want to go ahead and end on a positive note. So. I want you to know um, that, like these, the, this plastic superhero thing, mm-hmm. um, you're my favorite color. Yeah, and uh, and and I and I really, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna succeed. All right. I think in the end you're gonna do just fine. Um, and if you want to, you can collect my webinar and seminar series. They'll be online soon. Positive classes from a guy who doesn't sit. Like a judgmental bird. You do. You clearly do. If you were here, America, and and abroad, you would see... Perch. I'm sorry. It wasn't even sit. It was perch. You're clearly perched. I'm not perched. He's got... He's got his leg up. His legs are up in the chair on the... the, He's perching. It's like... You're creating your own hellscape. It's like you're in a Pakistani bathroom. There it is. Double deuce. (laughs) This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, 
This outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening to Double Deuce. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at at doubledeucepod. Or look us up on Facebook at Double Deuce Podcast. It's all pretty simple, right? Yeah, not sure how you listen to us, but you can find us all over the place. iTunes and the Libsons and the Stitchers and, and the Google. I think it's Google Play. I don't know. There's other things, too. I found out there's all kinds of places. We're everywhere, man. Yeah. And hey, we really appreciate any feedback, and it does really, really help if you could review and rate it yeah. on iTunes in particular. Subscribe. Subscribe and let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Your word of mouth is, tell, is worth a thousand. Tell your friends. thousand mouths. Tell your mom. That are paid for. Your mom likes podcasts. Yeah, tell her. Yeah, likes your mom, too. I love your mom. We both do. Double deuce. We're doing so well. <laughs>